I have come to the conclusion that I am an impulsive person. I have no patience. I impulse buy and I do everything split second. Like that's it. I make my mind up and that's how it's going to be. Hey guys, this is Sheena Diane. You're listening to my audio blog. So yeah, I have come to this realization today that I just am impulsive. I'm very impulsive. It doesn't take me long to change my mind. And once I change my mind, I just go for it. I do it. I get it done. Um, We've been trying to sell my mom's house. Um, I don't know if you guys have been following my story, but to give you a little bit of back um, story, my mom passed away about two years ago, massive heart attack, very sudden. I've been dealing with it very badly. (laughs) Uh, Anchor and podcasting has really helped with that. But Needless to say, we've been trying to sell our house since she passed away. And um, no luck. We did have renters, which was really nice, but they just moved out. And so now the house is vacant and I do not want her house sitting there vacant because this is when you get squatters and, you know, just things happen, right, when there's nobody there. So we um, have actually been through two realtors. One was a really good friend of mine who um, worked kind of like on high-end stuff, and my mom's house is more of the low-end type of things. And she just didn't get it. She would literally get grossed out walking through the yard because it was, you know, grass was high and it was out in the country, and she would get freaked out with the bugs and everything. So that lasted about six months. We broke that contract and actually ended up getting renters. So then uh, another friend of mine suggested the guy that she works with to be our realtor. And he's been amazing, absolutely amazing. But again, um, just not uh, not really in that area. He kind of is more of the city, uh, not really country-minded. And um, what really broke the camel's back with him is the other day I asked him if he could do, do a showing. He was going to show somebody around. And I had said to him, I'd really like it if you were there. Um because I guess they were going on their own. And I said, well, there's nobody there. I don't really want them walking around my mom's house. And he had the audacity to say, well, then you need to find another realtor because I'm not going to drop everything just to go and drive an hour uh, to show these people around when, you know, I'm not even sure if they're going to buy it or not. And then I was like, oh, I, and I I kind of paused and he heard me pause. And I was like, I'm really glad that you let me know how you feel. Um, yeah, I was like, I, I appreciate that. I know this has been kind of a pain in the butt. And, um, and he's like, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, I can't drop everything. And I was like, I'm not asking you to drop everything. I'm asking you to send somebody from your office or not let them go by themselves because I don't want them walking around my mom's house without anybody there. Not that there's anything there. Everything's been taken out. But still, it's still my mom's house. And I don't want strangers snooping around. Like, it's just weird, right? You go with a realtor. I don't know what the problem was. Well, anyway... This conversation happened about two weeks ago, and it's been laying on my mind really heavily. And uh, again, he's been on this for about a year, and he's been great, and he's been calling me, and we've had many, many conversations, many long conversations about what we want to do and how we want to do it, and he's been great, such a great guy. I really enjoyed our conversations. But this particular conversation just kind of was like a red flag for me, kind of gave me the impression that maybe he doesn't really want to sell my mom's house. It's kind of a thorn in his side. So (laughs) I went to take a nap this afternoon um, because I really, I haven't been feeling good today. And um, there's some stresses going on. I won't go into too much details. I'll get into it a little bit later. But um, I tried to lay down and take a nap in my daughter's room, just kind of hanging out with her. And all I kept thinking about 
was what this realtor said. And again, this happened two weeks ago. So it's not like it's right on my front of my mind. I got up. I literally went online and looked up local realtors in my mom's area where she lives, right? And there was one that was five minutes from her house. And I was thinking, well, this guy could go out there at any time. He lives five minutes away or his office is five minutes away. So I call him. <laughs> here's the here's the kicker, you guys. I actually went to school with his kids. I know all three of his daughters. I was actually really good friends with them. Um, even though I didn't know him personally, I knew his kids. And so we just started talking about how they were doing and reminiscing like good old friends that hadn't seen each other in years. And it really kind of eased my mind about switching realtors. Now, at this point, I hadn't switched realtors yet. But after talking to him, it kind of uh, put the icing on the cake. And so I went ahead and uh, let my real, my other realtor know that, you know, uh, we're done. Uh, he wasn't very happy, but in the same breath, you know, he said he was really disappointed, but in the same breath, I really need someone who's going to sell my mom's house, you know? So the reason I say that I'm impulsive is because this literally happened within, I guess about five minutes. I couldn't rest. I was trying to rest. I kept, this was on my brain. I got up, I called this realtor and now I have a new realtor. Like it literally happened within seconds. I also am very impatient and I noticed this because I hate waiting. Um, I'm waiting right now. As you guys know, I have my own business. My business is called Mommy Boutique. You can find me on the web, mommyboutique.net. I sell pearls and pearl jewelry. We open up oysters and there's pearls inside. Well, I made a huge purchase uh, about hmm, a week and a half ago. And they told me that the order would take anywhere from eight to 12 days, but it's been 14 days. And so I'm like, where's my order? And I'm very impatient because I need them because I'm starting to run low. Well, it got caught up at the um, airport or something like that, because I do have to have an import license. We import from Asia area. And so it was one of those things. It got held up. It happens, but I'm like freaking out. And I'm actually debating on buying oysters from another company because I need my oysters. And so I noticed this as I'm sitting here thinking and I'm switched realtors on a whim and I'm like, wow, I am really impulsive. Like I don't really stew on things very long. I kind of stew on them for a little while and then go for it, you know? So my daughter, uh, my oldest daughter has some issues with reading. She has dyslexia and we've been working really hard with her school tutoring and as well as speech class to get her on the reading level that she should be. But she is 11 and she's still not there yet. Uh, she should be going into the sixth grade. She's going into the fifth grade. Uh, and this is not to down her or anything. I'm just letting you know. It has come to the point where we're debating on maybe her school is not the best school for her, right? Um, not because we don't love them because, oh my God, we love their school. We love my girl's school. Um, I talk about them and give them good raves all the time on social media. Um, really anytime anyone asks to suggest a school, I always suggest a girl's school because they are amazing. But because of her special needs, we are now debating. And so here I am kind of at a turmoil. And because I am so impulsive, my first instinct is I just want to pull her out and put her in a different school. Right. But I have to kind of talk myself out of it and say, no, Sheena, she's been in this school for a really long time. She loves her friends. What is this going to do to her morale? What is this going to do to her self-esteem? You know, so there's these things. And so I realized, my gosh, I'm so impulsive. I don't know if it's a bad thing or a good thing. I don't know. But I just I just realized that about myself. Um, are any of you guys like that? Is this is this just something that happens with Gemini's or <laughs> Irish? I don't know. Um, I'm an Irish Gemini. Actually, I have Irish and English in me. I just did my DNA test. So I have about 70, I think they said like 79% English and about 
40 or 50 percent. Uh, no, I think it was like 40 something percent Irish. So I got quite a bit of Irish and English and the rest was like, you know, 20 percent of this. And um, I think I had Scandinavian as well, which was kind of funny. But anyway, sorry, I, <laughs> I digress. But uh, yeah, I'm very impulsive, very impulsive. Um, I buy things impulsively, like all of a sudden, I'll just get this urge to go online and start buying at like 12 o'clock in the morning. And then I look at my bill and I've already spent like 200 bucks. And I'm like, holy crap. Um, impulse, man. I'm just an impulse buyer. Impulse. Do everything on impulse. Like just spur of the moment. Right then I need it to be done. And uh, that's how I am in life. And I hate waiting for things. I hate, um, you know, having to wait, wait, wait. Come on. I hate waiting. <laughs> Anyway, you guys, I got to get ready to go online. Tonight is our big raffle for uh, Mommy Boutique. We raffle off every month one of our designer jewelries uh, for anybody who's ordered in the month of July. Uh, so if any of you guys have ordered for me in the month of July, head on over to my Facebook page. It's um, Mommy Boutiques with an S at the end. Or you can find me on YouTube, which is uh, Mommy Boutique. It's uh, YouTube.com slash Mommy Boutique. So anyway, head on there 9, 9 p.m. Eastern. See you soon. Hey, she and Zan, now that I've gotten my good mornings and hellos and silly questions out of the way, uh, I wanted to say, have you taken the Myers-Briggs uh, personality profile test? Because it, uh, it sounds like you may be in um, ENFP. It's a, um, basically a campaigner, but they're... Uh, because that's what I am. I, but anyway, so so the thing is that if you take that test, that might help you sort that out. The other thing is, don't put a negative context. Like you're saying, you're impulsive. You're quick to pivot. You understand that sometimes decisions just have to be made. There's no mulling over it. I'm gonna catch you on the other side of a minute. Hold. And why, okay, there, there, the counter's working. So, um, the thing that you really, <sighs> crap, I lost my point. Anyway, there is, do not put negative in your mind. Calling it impulsive has a negative connotation to it, okay? Look at it. From the point of it being your strength, you are able and you're enabled to be able to quickly pivot on a uh, decision without being too caught up in should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I. Sometimes you just gotta shit and get off the pot. And it, so it's so and I, I mean, I hate to put it that way, but sometimes it's just best thing to do. It, it's better to make an active bad decision than a passive good one. Honestly, it's always better to make an active bad decision than a passive good one. So, so really look at it from that and look at it from a, a strength. You're just able to say, you know something? That is unacceptable. I need to terminate my relationship with this person. And we are going to go in this direction. And 
I understand that because you wanted somebody to be responsive. By the way, have I known you guys that long? I thought I remembered I knew you guys when when your mom was sick. I, I don't remember exactly because, well, <laughs> memory is fuzzy from day to day for me at best sometimes. So what I really have to wonder is um, how long I've known you guys. I mean, I remember when Gator Johnny's uh, blog or uh, uh, what is audio uh, audio file, as you would put it. Um, it. I remember when his was called the Gator Pit. And then he had the competing, you know, trademark, you know, he's just backed off and did his thing as he does. Yeah, I think that is, I've known you guys for a while, I just don't remember how long. And, oh dear goodness, a four minutes and ten seconds, you got to be bloody kidding me. I am so sorry. All right. Well, peace out, my friend. I'm out of here. Bye. Sheena Diane, I just want to say you are on the money about red flags. And, you know, when he said that I can't just drop everything in real estate, you do whatever the fuck it takes to get that sale. If you need to tell your client, hey, we need to stage this better or we need to keep up the yard better, we need to improve some things so that it can be, uh, be, you know, eye appealable. If he can't do that job, no matter where it is located, then, you know, he needs to be taken off that, that possible list. You know what I mean? Like, so, otherwise you're wasting your time, your money on someone who can't get the job done. It's as simple as that. So, I would go with, you're going to have to take some time, find a realtor that is the style of you know, your mom's house that is that caters to that kind of feel because there's always a buyer for every house, bottom line. Anyhow, that's what I just wanted to say. Good morning, everybody. It's Sheena Diane. You're listening to my audio blog. So it is Saturday today, and I'm going to add on to my impulsive segment. Uh, thank you to Michael and Jason for those call-ins and for uh, just kind of making me feel a little bit better about the decisions that I'm making. Uh, Michael has a really good point, right? Being impulsive doesn't actually mean a negative, right? Um, I just know what I want, and I go out and get it. So I'm not pondering over this decision for months at a time. But, you know, after really thinking about it, there are a lot of red flags that's popped up through the years that has made me be able to make this decision so quickly, right? About the realtor, for instance. Um, you know, there was some things, some red flags that popped up um, that I was just kind of like, maybe I should go with someone else because, you know, for two months, he's had my mom's key, never put a lockbox on the door. Um, you know, we've had lots of people interested, but he's never taken any of them out there to show it, right? Because uh, it's kind of far for him. So it's just, there's been some red flags that have popped up and, and I'm not saying anything bad about the realtor because I actually really like him. He's a great guy. He's really fun to talk to. And, you know, he sells a lot of houses. So he obviously does his job well. But this house in particular, my mom's house, is a very far drive. It's like 45 minutes even from me. So I get it. I get it. But 
after <laughs> after deciding, you know, making that kind of split decision, I called I called another um, real real estate agent that was about five minutes away from my mom's house. Okay. Turns out I actually went to school with his kids, which is really awesome. So I knew who he was. I knew his daughters. Um, I knew them very well because they were really good friends of mine. So that's kind of kind of funny how small towns work, right? Because I grew up, my mom's house is where I grew up. Like I grew up there, not in that particular house, but in that area. area. So anyway, I call him. Within that same day, you guys, um, he had a lockbox on the door. He had a list of things he wanted me to do to, to help it to sell. And he already had a sign out in the yard. Within a year of the other realtor having the same ability, there was no sign out front. There was no lockbox. So needless to say, I think I made the right decision as, as hard as it was. Um, I hate doing that to people because I know this is his, his job. But in the same breath, these new realtors are five minutes down the road. Um, the guy actually lives in the area of my mom's house, so he could literally walk over there anytime he wanted to to check on it or whatever. And he decided to raise it by like 10 grand because he said that the way that it's priced, it looks like it's a rundown shack. People are going to look at that price and not even really want to check it out because they're going to think it's a fixer upper. My mom's house is not. It is move-in ready. You could literally move in there and nothing needs to be done. Now, in the next five or 10 years, you may have to do some roof stuff and, you know, that kind of stuff. But I mean, if you just needed a place to move into, my mom's house is perfect. There's nothing wrong with it. You don't have to fix anything. You may have to replace the carpets and, you know, maybe paint the walls if you want a different color. But I mean, that's cosmetic, right? There's nothing wrong with my mom's house. And so he was like, I don't know why the other realtor had it so low. He was like, but in my profession, he was like, um... People in this area is going to see that price and think that it's a crapper. And he was like, so we can't have that. And he's like, we'll put it up higher. And then if they offer less, we can take less. And I was like, yes, hallelujah. <laughs> so already this sounds better, right? Because I'm just going by what the realtors say. This isn't my job. I don't know how the market works. So win, win, because now we have a lockbox. We have someone who's willing to show it. He's already got a showing, which is really exciting. Um, and this is just happened, what, yesterday? No, Thursday. So two days ago, two days ago this happened. We already have a lockbox. We already have a sign out there, and he's already got a showing. So this already to me is like, oh, God, yes. So I am praying that we will sell this house because it has been such a burden on me, you guys. You have no idea. So that was the first impulse decision. Then I have a story to tell you guys. Are you still with me? <laughs> Am I boring you to death? All right. So um, <clears throat> without going into too much details, uh, my daughter, my oldest daughter has dyslexia, which is where she sees letters and numbers backwards, right? So she's had a really hard time with reading and we've been struggling with this actually all the way since kindergarten. Um, and so it's been a really big struggle. And we've been, you know, doing things to kind of help her. And we put her in this special school, the school that she's been in for the past four years, uh, because it's a PACE program and you learn at your own pace. But um, Kira has not been excelling. She hasn't been advancing and she's kind of been staying at the same level as she was years and years ago. There was a huge red flag that happened um, at speech class. Her speech teacher asked her to write a simple sentence like, I want cherry pie. Okay. Something very simple that she should be able to write at the age of 11. <sighs> she couldn't write it. And I'm not telling you guys this to make her sound dumb or to bash the school. Um, this is a Kira thing. But in the same breath, I was really shocked when I found out 
that she really has never had to write a sentence before. She just copies out of her pace um, and then checks her answers. So this was a huge red flag, and, and I had a really long conversation with her therapist. We spent a, a good 30 minutes just kind of going back and forth on things and solutions and, and measures to combat this. And one of the things that the therapist had suggested is to find a new school. Now, we didn't want to do this because, first of all, we love her school. We love all of the teachers there. We love the staff. We love the kids. Like, it's just a great school. And uh, we actually had decided to move away out of Florida at one point, but couldn't because we didn't want to leave her school. So this is a really big decision. But there has been things like this, red flags, that's been happening throughout the years that Johnny and I have kind of been like, hmm, why hasn't she done this? Or why haven't they had her do this? Or why is she not bringing home spelling words? And like things that just kind of like, I don't understand why Sasha is getting, you know, spelling test and Kira is not. So these were things that, and Sasha's my eight-year-old, guys, if, if you guys uh, haven't been following me. I have an eight-year-old, 11-year-old, and a three-year-old son, uh, two daughters and one son. But Sasha is my speed reader, man. She's reading like teenage books at this point, and she's only eight. So they're, they're both on the opposite sides of the spectrum, which is kind of funny. Um, so Sasha was bringing home spelling words having spelling tests, having to write out sentences of her words, you know, like having to put the words um, cat in a sentence. I have a cat. Kira was never doing that and she never has done that. And so we were kind of like, what, why, what's the difference here? And maybe it was because they felt that it would be too hard for Kira because of the dyslexia. I'm not sure. Um, so again, we love the school, but this was the suggestion of the therapist. And I have to go with that because she obviously does this for a living and she knows what's best for Kira. So we had a long conversation about it and she said, you know, check out other schools and, and just kind of feel them out and see if maybe one might fit her better because her school is growing very quickly and they don't really have the time to spend with her that I think she might need. Okay, so Johnny and I, you know, started discussing it. The therapist gave me some schools that they actually go to, some schools that the therapists go to. So that that's schools that cater to their therapy. Um, and that allow the therapist to go into their class and help out with certain things, which is really great. So there was about a list of four schools that she gave me um, that she felt would be really good for Kira. So we went ahead and we, I, I researched them um, as I was waiting for Dominic because he has speech class too. So um, I was waiting for Dominic to get out of his speech class. And as I was there, I was researching the different schools and looking up their numbers. And um, one of them happened to be about five miles from my house, you guys. I could literally like throw a rock and hit the school. Maybe not that close, but you get what I'm saying. Um, like if my car broke down, you know, I could walk 10 minutes and be to her school. Um, that's amazing. And I didn't even realize there was a school here. Um, and it's, it's down a road that's, you know, similar uh, to ours. And anyway, long story short, I called the number and, um, you know, just kind of told her about the situation. She said that she's actually had quite a few people from the same school, her school, transfer over with the same issues and that they are having, uh, they do have specific programs for special needs students with reading issues and things like that, language issues. Um, and they work exclusively with her speech class to help combat that. So they actually have classes where they can have um, the speech class teachers sit in or um, have therapy if, if they have like a special need um, autistic or anything like that. So this school is catering for that. But they also have programs for the advanced kids like Sasha. So 
I was like, okay, this sounds really good. I asked her when we could meet up and she said, you know, I'm here, come on out. So I got Johnny in the car after I got home and he, it was his day off. So I was like, all right, let's just go. So we went over and you guys, the school was almost identical to Kira's school, which is really great because of the layout. She's not going to feel like she is you know, um, out of her element, right? She's going to, it's going to be an easier transition. The desks were around the same way. She had her little cubbies. Um, she would raise a flag if she had a question. And a lot of this stuff was the same. They had a merit store, which was the same. Um, but the programs now the, the schooling is still a pace program. So she's still going to be doing her paces, which she's also used to, but she's going to be in a special class uh, for slow readers and um, have one-on-one -on -one help, which is what she needs. So Johnny and I toured it and you would think that we would have to go home and think about this decision, research the school. You guys, I signed the freaking contract that day. I was like, nope, this is it. We're doing it. Johnny and I agreed. I was like, what do you think, Johnny? And he's like, yeah, let's do it. And like literally right there. So there's my impulse coming out. And that's why I'm, um, wow. And now, like after we did it, both of us are like, did we make the right decision? Because I didn't even like really research the school. Um, uh, I didn't, you know, I just kind of went with what she said. She said that they have a hundred percent pass rate um, and, and like all kinds of great things about it. And um, so I was like, yes, this sounds amazing. And I kind of was at my wits end at that point because, you know, I was talking to the therapist for however long and just felt, feeling really like defeated because I was like, how did I not see this, you know, all these years, you know, cause we don't really have Kira right at home, right? We're like, she doesn't really need to write at home. We do reading with her. We have her read us books every day, um, to help with her reading. But as far as writing goes, I mean, she really doesn't have a reason to write unless she's writing something for school, which they never have her write anything for school. So I would, I never even knew until the therapist had to write sentences that she couldn't write a sentence. And so I felt defeated as a mom. Like, how did I not know this? How did I not see this? And then I just was really desperate to find something. Um, and because this school is so close to our house and we thought the other school was close, but this, this school, oh my gosh, you guys, I mean, we could walk if we had to, it is so close. And I didn't even know it was there. Um, it's a church school, but, um, the fact that it's so close and it's so similar to her school. I felt like this was a good decision. It was a split decision, um, but it was a good decision. And, and I say it was a split decision, but we had been thinking about switching schools for about a year now, maybe two, uh, just because of some red flags that we've been seeing with Kira. And again, it has nothing to do with the school. Every child learns differently. So Sasha was excelling in that school. So as you can see, it has nothing to do with the way that they teach or how they do things. It's not a negative towards her other school, but because Kira has such specific, specific, yeah, that word specific <laughs> because she has a specific, I can't say it, uh, needs. It was really hard for, um, her to learn, you know what I mean? So I think this has been a good decision. I'm kind of like my, my heart is fluttering a little bit. Like, Oh my God, did we make the right decision? There's been a lot of changes going on. Um, you know, Johnny's got a new job. Um, you know, he's driving so much further to work. We got a new realtor now. Um, Johnny just got a new car because <laughs> you know, his car broke down and now we have a new school. So there's been a lot of changes in the past three months, like very quickly changes that we kind of were making split decisions on because we had to, the car we had to, the realtor, it was just kind of like, yeah, I, I really need to sell my mom's house. So that was kind of a have to the school, you know, I wanted to get her into a program. And the other thing, the reason why we did it so fast, um, at the other school 
as we, she said that there was only four spots available and she's like, and they do fill up fast. Uh, cause it is a private school. So, you know, they can only accept so many students. And when she told me there was only four slots available, I was like, well, I'm going to take up two because of Sasha and Kira. So I'm just going to go ahead and sign it now. So I went ahead and signed up and did all that stuff that I needed to do. And, um, right then and there, like it was just done. So yeah, that was kind of one of those, um, impulsive moments, but in the same breath, I feel like as a mom, I made the right choice. It, this school came very highly recommended from the speech teacher. This was actually her first choice. Um, because she said that the, she says that, you know, they go, they go around to about 50 or 60 schools in Lake County, which is where I live. And, um, she said this particular school, the one that we have decided on was the only school out of all of those others that actually call for a monthly update on their students. And she says none of the other schools do that because they don't really care about speech, right? They care about curriculum. They don't care about speech class, but this particular school cares so much about their students and how they're doing that they call for a monthly update on all of the students that are in speech. How amazing is that? Like that's how much they care. And that really stood out to me because it made me feel like, you know what? They're really going to take the time and, and do what's necessary for Kira because Kira is getting older. She's going to hit puberty soon. You know, God forbid she might start her period next year. We don't know, but, um, you know, I don't want her to be that child who can't read and write, but has a period. Um, you know, so, and I mean, this is very personal and I don't want to make Kira feel bad or, or anything like that, but it's just what's going on in my life. And as you guys listen to my daily blog, I like to be very real and honest with you because I want to share my daily life with all of you because I would hope that someone out there can relate, right? So if any of you guys out are out there that have a child with dyslexia or have a child with auditory processing disorder or have a child that's just struggling in school and you don't know what to do at your at your wit's end, you know, give me a call in. If you're listening on Anchor, you can give me a call on Anchor. If you're listening on any of the, the platforms, go to SheenaDiane.com. SheenaDiane.com. And you can send me a message on all my social medias on the About Me section. Um, you know, I don't really use my blog that much anymore because now I'm the um, pearl mom. <laughs> I sell pearls and do pearl parties. But, um, you know, if you want to message me, that's my personal That's my personal messaging. If you want to message my business, it's um, mommyboutique.net. And you can find all of my um, social media handles there. It's mommyboutique.net. That's uh, me selling my oysters and pearls and fun things. But yeah, if you want to find my personal page, sheenadiane.com. And um, yeah, I would love to hear from you guys. I would love to hear from you. Uh, let me know your struggles. Let me know what you've done and if you're impulsive. And, um, you know, just, just chit-chat with me. I love to hear from you guys. Have a great Saturday. And I'll talk to you soon. Mwah.